Eve's Guide for Regular Guys. Tips and advice on developing confidence, embracing your style, and attracting the love and sex you want. Hi guys, welcome back. Thank you for joining me for this uh, seventh episode of Eve's Guide. Seven episodes, that's really cool. Thanks for staying with me. I appreciate it. Um, because it's the seventh, I want to do a quick little refresher, um, just to sort of recap some of the things we've talked about. So for instance, have you worked on your morning routine? Are you taking good care of yourself in the morning? Treating yourself well? Have you started noticing things that you like? Making preference choices with the things that you see? And how about that inner dialogue when someone does something rude or insulting? Have you made the proper response even just to yourself? What about clothes? Are you still paying attention to the fit and condition of your clothes? I hope so. I hope you've at least considered the things I've spoken about in previous episodes, like the wishboard and the, the timeline and stuff. I hope you've given some thought to these things and whether any of these things are something that you feel comfortable changing. This week, I'm going to fine tune our discussion a little bit and talk about one of the main things that women find attractive about men. Because I know you really want to know. So I'm going to tell you. If you keep listening, I'll let you know what I believe is the absolute number one thing you need to do to attract women. Without it, no matter what you look like or who you are, you won't have much luck in my experience. But before, before I do, let me just say that this isn't an easy subject to tackle. It's a sensitive subject for a lot of people who are really tired of hearing the message that essentially they aren't good enough as they are and that they can only hope to attract a woman if they change completely. You know, it can be frustrating, I know, especially if this ideal that is held up is light years away from your authentic self. I don't blame guys for getting sick of all the experts out there, especially the ones who claim that treating women like dirt is the way to go. Not only because this doesn't sit well with most men, they don't want to treat women like dirt, but also because it just doesn't pan out in reality, even if you did try it. Most people, regardless of gender, want to be treated with respect and basic dignity. <laughs> You're not going to get a lot of women by treating them like dirt. It's also difficult to talk about this because the implication is that a woman is a prize to be sought after and and won. And if you view women this way, it, it just sort of gives you an us versus them mentality that will actually separate you from women rather than drawing you together. And of course, probably the biggest difficulty in talking about this is that every woman is unique and what appeals to one would completely bomb with another, as I'm sure you've learned <laughs> or guessed. So all I'm going to do with this episode is give you my thoughts on one particular fundamental aspect of attracting a woman, sort of the 10,000 feet up view, if you know what I mean. So to do that, I want to start with you. Guys, men, dudes, whatever, straight guys, let me be clear. I'm not talking about gay guys, bi guys, bi curious guys, any other combination. This is for the typical straight guy who's only attracted to women. And here's what I think generally goes on in your heads. You can tell me if I'm wrong, but I think in general I'm on the right track. So 
here it goes. You're you're a straight male who's attracted to women. You like the way we look and sound and feel. You like sex with us, or you think you would if you haven't been with a woman sexually yet. We're desirable to you in many ways. Sometimes it's just sex you want. Other times it's a romantic relationship or long-term commitment or some sort of combination. But the bottom line is you see us and it's all good. You like us. You want us. It's pretty simple. And in many cases, a woman's physical appearance is what first catches your attention and piques your interest. I'm not saying you're only attracted to supermodels, but in general, you find yourself drawn to women whose bodies and faces and hair and all that are appealing to you. Our looks inspire you in many ways, including sexually. Sometimes when you get to know a woman and she's very talented or smart or funny or altogether awesome in some way, it makes her even more attractive to you and you're just crazy about her in a whole package. You want her so bad it hurts. And all of this, all of it makes complete sense in your brain. She's, she's a fantastic woman. You adore her. It's very simple. Are you with me so far? Okay, good. So now you, you naturally start to think about what it would take to catch her attention, to be as appealing to her as she is to you. And this is where you start to falter a bit. Because you're a guy, and like most straight guys, you really can't quite figure out why women are interested in men in the first place. I mean, you know it intellectually. You understand that women are, in fact, attracted to men, and thank God they are, right? And all that. But you don't really get it. You look at other guys, and you're kind of lost. You know, you can't quite relate. You think this about yourself, even your body and whatever, you know, why would any woman? Yeah. So you do this because as a straight guy, you don't ever imagine finding a man attractive. Again, you can understand it intellectually. You see some movie star hottie and you say, yes, I understand he is a quote, hot guy. But beyond that, the idea of being sexually aroused by a man is a little baffling to you, let alone wanting a relationship with one. But you want to understand it from the woman's perspective. You almost need to understand it. Because whatever it is she wants, you want to be it, right? <laughs> to the best of your ability. The trouble is you're not a woman. So the best you can do is apply your guy brain to the problem and look at yourself or men in general through the same lens through which you view women. I think of this as mistake number one. That should be much more epic. I should put an echo on it. Mistake number one. <laughs> the first thing that men get wrong, I think, when imagining what women want. Okay, so here's what I mean by this. If you're a visual guy who tends to be motivated by how physically attractive a woman is to you, you may start to believe that women do this as well. That women primarily look for physical good looks. I, I can't tell you the number of pictures that guys send me almost, almost daily, not dick pics so much anymore, thank you, but pictures of their, their abs and their pecs and their muscle bound bodies. And I know what their thought process is. I think she's hot. So I'll show her I'm hot. This is the basis for some wonderful sex. Basically, we'll both be so hot. What can go wrong? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, if you're a regular guy, you know, who doesn't have a hot gym bod, this idea, this misconception can really adversely affect you. 
you might think to yourself, well, okay, I'm not a male underwear model, so no woman is going to want me. This is devastating for some guys, as devastating as it is for non-model women who go through life thinking that no man will want them if they aren't bikini models. This sets up some guys for a lifetime of loneliness and unhappiness, all because they made mistake number one and they can't get past it. The truth is, obviously, some women are completely motivated by looks when it comes to, when it comes to men, just like some men are. But I can promise you, you don't want a woman like this. <laughs> I say the same to women. No matter how good-looking you yourself are, no matter how attractive you might find someone else, you absolutely do not want to get into a relationship with someone who is attracted to you only for what you look like. This is a hard and fast rule. You can take it to the bank. A relationship has to be based on so much more than that. And even a casual relationship can suffer because there's no... There's no real basis for anything there. Someone who's only interested in having a hot body in bed might not be someone who respects you or treats you well. And then, of course, there's nothing stopping your partner from leaving you for someone hotter, you know, or for dumping you the minute your looks slip in any way. So even though, yes, there are girls out there who only want the gym bod, you know, they're not the girls you want. So ignore them. Forget about them. Stop making mistake number one. You absolutely do not have to be physically gorgeous to find a woman. Okay, so you're good with that. You're okay with that. The fact that you're not a model. But you're still trying to figure out what will attract a woman to you. Is it having a big dick? A lot of younger men are now revealing that porn has made them feel inadequate and unlovable unless they have a 14-inch cock. So maybe you think about this and you think to yourself, okay, I don't have a six pack and I don't have a monster schlong. I'm doomed. And again, this is a complete fallacy. Just ask yourself, are you the kind of guy who wouldn't go out with a girl if she, if she didn't have huge boobs? Would you outright reject a girl you liked because she had small boobs? If you're not that kind of guy, then you can assume there are a lot of girls who are not that kind of girl. Most women who are looking for a relationship are not overly concerned with cock size, if at all. If they are, it's way, way down the list, and it's not a deal breaker. Same goes with sexual experience. A lot of men um, falsely believe that if they haven't had a string of lovers and know every single sexual technique, you know, like the pussy licking with an alphabet or God knows what else, you know, that a woman won't be interested. And this just isn't true any more than you would reject a woman if she were inexperienced. Okay, so you're okay with not being John Holmes. Look him up if you don't know who I mean. And you start thinking, okay, well, what else do women find attractive in men? Money? Fame? You've probably noticed that the best-looking women in the world, pretty much they all marry billionaires or quarterbacks or whatever. And you've probably formed the general opinion even if you've never dated a girl, that girls like money. They like having money spent on them, and they want a rich guy. And you look at your bank account, or your McJob, and you think, great, here's one more area in which I can't compete. This is what I call mistake number two. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> this idea that you have to be incredibly rich or famous to attract gold-digging women, which means all of us, I guess. <laughs> now, this fallacy is a bit more complicated to explain, but 
I'm going to try to keep it succinct and simple. It is true that very often women are attracted to men who have wealth, prestige, or fame. That's true. But I really don't believe most women are gold diggers or are just after money. I'll explain a bit further when I get to the main point of this episode. But for now, let me just point this out. Most of the beautiful women who marry billionaires are already wealthy in their own right. They are supermodels or actresses or, or musicians or whatever. They are already wealthy. They're millionaires in a lot of cases. So it doesn't make sense that they're only after a guy because of his money. Not if they have plenty of money of their own. Most women you meet will not reject you if you don't have a lot of money. I know this might go against everything you believe right now, and I promise I will explain further about this, but just bear with me on this. Money and fame is not a requirement for a relationship, any more than it is for women. If you found a woman you liked, you wouldn't care if she was wealthy. Okay, so back to this little thought experiment. There you are, sort of counting off on your fingers. Okay, one, I'm not hot. Two, I don't have a big dick. Three, I don't have a lot of experience. Four, I'm not rich or famous. And by this point, you start wanting to put your head in the oven. You start feeling like you have nothing going for you, nothing to attract a woman, and it starts to terrify you. You feel hopeless and depressed, and you start to think, oh god, there must be something I can offer a woman. Something, anything. And this, my friends, is where most men make the biggest mistake of all. Mistake number three. The big one. You start to think, well, at least I'm a nice guy. Right? You start thinking, well, I have a lot to offer a woman in terms of being a loving, supportive, selfless, caring boyfriend. I can be there for her. I can treat her so well, so much better than any guy has before. She'll have anything and everything she needs from me. I'll be her rock. I'll make her feel so good in bed. I'll do anything she wants sexually, make sure she has multiple orgasms whenever she wants them. I'll tell her how beautiful and sexy she is every day, or things along those lines. You probably start to imagine other things, like, I would be an amazing boyfriend if I were lucky enough to have her. I'd never dream of cheating on her or going out with my friends instead of her. I'll cuddle with her on the couch and watch chick flicks and rub her feet and make her food. I'll drive her places. I'll walk her dog. You, know, you get the idea. And because all of these things are good things, desirable things, and because you know you can easily do them, your mind gloms onto this idea and just runs with it, like, Eureka! I've found it! I have the answer! I know how to be attractive to women. I just have to be a nice guy. Yay, me. Now, the last thing I want to do is disparage nice guys. Nice guys are awesome. Nice guys are wonderful and sexy and attractive and desirable. I think, however, that you probably know where this is going. If you've ever been the, quote, nice guy, in a relationship and suffered for it. If you've ever been such a nice guy that you've been banished to the friend zone forever, or if you're a nice guy who just can't seem to attract a woman, I think you'll know what I'm talking about. Nice guys often complain that women will overlook them in favor of the douchebags, the assholes, the selfish jerks, the bad boy. I know how frustrating it is when you're friends with someone who thinks that you're amazing and a great friend and the best person they've ever known and all that, but they just aren't into you. And instead they throw themselves at some jerk 
who uses them and abuses them and makes them miserable. All the while you're sitting there waving your hands like you're guiding an airplane in, going, Hey, I'm here, I'm right here, I'm right here, I'll be good to you, I'll never treat you badly. I know how it feels. I've been in your shoes many times. And I know how bad it feels when you've been the nice guy in a relationship and then you find out she's cheated on you or she announces she's leaving. When this happens, a lot of guys end up doing one of two things. Either they become incredibly bitter and angry at women in general, complaining like, I was so nice to her and she still didn't want me, that bitch. Or they turn their frustration inward and they think, great, I have nothing to offer but my unselfish niceness and she still doesn't want me. I'm doomed. This is why mistake number three is such a terrible mistake to make. Not only do you send yourself down the wrong path when it comes to attracting women, but when it inevitably leads to failure or heartache, which it almost always does, then it has the potential to embitter you and make you hate women or yourself. This is why I'm taking this so seriously. You can't treat niceness as though it's currency, you know, legal tender, and that being nice should get you sex and love from the person that you're nice to. You can't resent someone for not adoring you simply because you were nice. A lot of people are nice to women. Keep that in mind. A lot of guys have had the same thought you have that they can win her affection by being nice, by being supportive, by being self-sacrificing. Women are, are bombarded almost daily with gestures from nice guys trying to get their attention. It's almost excessive. There is huge competition, and most of the time, honestly, a woman is just busy doing her own thing. She doesn't want to be the focus of anyone's niceness, you know? She doesn't want or need a guy to do things for her. She doesn't need to hear that she's really pretty for the tenth time that day. It's not that the compliment isn't nice and sweet, because it is. It's just that you're the, you're the tenth stranger to say it to her today. And she's getting a bit weary of feeling socially obligated to talk to a stranger just because he likes the way she looks. So what's going on here? Do women honestly not give a damn about nice guys? I mean, some guys start to believe this. As I said, they become cold and callous towards women. Which is a terrible shame, I think, because women do give a damn about nice guys. It's just that compliments, gifts, um, gestures of friendship, niceness, in other words, it has to be tempered with something else. And here it is. Ready? <laughs> I can't imagine everybody just listening so closely. Okay. <laughs> you have to impress us. Now, maybe this sounds too simplistic, but it really is that simple. You have to impress us. You can be nice, sweet, loving, kind. In fact, most of us really, really need that in a partner. But first and foremost, you have to impress us. Now don't freak out, okay, please. It's actually not that hard to impress us. Almost every man is already impressive to a woman in some way, just by being what he is, or just by doing what he does. Or rather, doing what he could be doing if he only knew that doing it was the key to attracting women. Are you funny? Can you draw? Can you play an instrument or sing? Do you write stories? Do you have a passion for something? You know, do you volunteer somewhere that inspires you? 
Can you uh, speak another language or a few other languages? Are you particularly talented at something? These are things that impress us, and it can be almost anything. Owning your own business, being a good cook, having a technical skill in some area, knowing how to fix things or build things, performing on stage, you know, these things make our lady bits happy. <laughs> what women tend to value highly in men is expertise, competence, knowledge, and talent. The subject matter almost doesn't matter. Women can be as impressed by someone who plays the ukulele as with someone who lands rockets on comets. They can be as impressed by a guy who can draw great comic book characters as they are with someone who performs surgery. We like guys who do things in their lives or who use a talent that they've developed. We like being impressed, in other words. This goes back to what I began to say about women and money and how it's not really about the money. If a supermodel is a millionaire herself, she's going to need someone at least as wealthy or preferably even wealthier to be impressed by. Or if not wealthier, then somehow prestigious or impressive to her in another field. Notice that female models almost never marry male models. And that the majority of Hollywood marriages that is, marriages between movie stars, often fail. The most successful Hollywood marriages are between a star and a non-star, someone who impresses their famous spouse in some other way. Giselle, the model, is married to the quarterback Tom Brady, not because she needs his money, but because being a star athlete impresses her. Selma Hayek is married to a businessman worth $15 billion. Elle McPherson has been married to two billionaires in a row. And it's not always about money either, because obviously these guys have had to do something in order to become billionaires. There have been many, many famous examples of average looking men who are known for their writing or musical talent, for example, attracting incredibly beautiful wives, like Salman Rushdie and his wife Padme, uh, or Benji Madden from the band Good Charlotte marrying uh, Cameron Diaz, so many others. You can probably think of a few yourself. These are great examples of average-looking guys, just regular guys, impressing a woman with their talent, whatever it is. Now, you don't have to be a world-class writer or, or a musician to attract a woman. You might have to be if you want to marry a movie star, okay, you know, but if you're content with a nice, regular girl that you find attractive, then you can certainly find and cultivate things about yourself to impress her. I might address this issue in another episode, but obviously, if you want the most gorgeous girl at school or work, you know, if you want a playboy model, if you want a woman that essentially everybody wants, a woman who could have anyone, you have to be reasonable and understand that she's going to expect something pretty spectacular in a man. I'm amazed at the number of guys I've seen complain bitterly that an insanely gorgeous woman whom they want for superficial reasons. <laughs> He's such a bitch for not liking them just because they're nice. These are the guys who would never go out with a girl just because she was nice. Um, these guys want the hot girl. You know, they don't feel guilty about not being interested in her niceness. But then they hypocritically blast the hot girl for doing exactly what they're doing. You know, <laughs> for ignoring someone nice in favor of someone with more superficial or material charms. It's really kind of sad to see. Because, you know, it doesn't even register what hypocrites they're being. 
She's, you know, I was so nice to her. She doesn't even give me a chance, you know? <laughs> At the very least, they're guilty of having really bad double standards. They are allowed to value the superficial in women, but women are supposed to value niceness above everything else. Anyway, the fact that you are nice and caring and supportive and kind on top of being impressive is what will make you absolutely irresistible. I hope I'm being crystal clear that being a nice guy is great. It's, it's, it's exactly where you want to be, but that you need to do something in your life to impress a woman as well. Being selfless in the true sense of the word, unselfish, selfless, you know, just living for her and having nothing going on for yourself is not going to impress a girl because there needs to be a self for her to like. There has to be a you in there for her to like. As I said, don't fixate on the idea of being, quote, impressive, you know, as in being the very best at something, or the wealthiest, or the funniest, or the best artist, or whatever. I mean, I once felt that little frisson of attraction for a guy because he knew how to drive a manual transmission car, and I didn't. <laughs> I'm telling you, it could be, be anything. Small, everyday things that we find impressive. So look for those things in yourself. Take an inventory of everything you're good at and find ways to do more of those things. And ideally, try to find a way to exhibit these talents where women are. You know, join groups at school or after work. Be around people who are interested in those things and let yourself shine. We like a man who is good at something and has quiet confidence about it. Someone who knows his value in a mature way and enjoys whatever skill or talent he has. And if you find that your skill set is limited to things that women might not appreciate or even know too much about, you know, maybe you work in a male-dominated field, for instance, or, or it's kind of difficult to show off your skill as a small business owner, then think about expanding your talents a little. I can tell you one thing women absolutely melt over guitar players. So why not start taking guitar lessons? I mean, who cares if you'll never be Eddie Van Halen or Slash? Women generally love watching and listening to a guy play guitar. So what have you got to lose? Just get a guitar and start learning in your spare time if it's something that interests you. Then when you're at a friend's place, you can entertain everyone and impress the girls with your playing. Or pick up a paintbrush and start creating art. Maybe you've always been interested but never felt the real motivation to pursue it. But if it got you a woman, would it interest you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> Learn another language. Try out for the local theater. If you're an academic, offer to give a free lecture at your library on a subject people might be really interested in. Or offer to teach a car repair clinic for women. You know, give women the basics of how to troubleshoot their cars. Or take flying lessons and become a pilot. Um, learn to cook. I don't know. The possibilities are endless. As long as it's authentic to you. As long as it's a real talent, skill, or interest that you genuinely have, by doing something with it, you will impress women. If you've been listening to my advice about taking care of yourself and showing the world your best self, showing the world that you care about yourself, and you start to embrace and develop all the amazing things you can do, you will definitely start to attract female attention. But one last thing I want you to keep in mind as with absolutely everything to do with social interactions. 
anything involving other people. <laughs> the key is patience. I've seen people make one attempt at something, and then when it doesn't work out the way they hoped, they say, see, I knew, this would never work for me. And they go back to their old habits and self-beliefs. It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. And worse, it makes them even more bitter and resentful. Because now they think they can claim that they tried, but no one wanted them. I can't stress enough that you, like everyone else, absolutely everyone else, is going to have to be patient and put up with some strikeouts. It's incredibly difficult to meet compatible co-workers and friends, right? As I've said this before in, in my Under the Covers series, and I think it's worth repeating, of all the people you've ever met or worked with or gone to school with or lived near, how many of them became your friends? And how many became lovers? The percentage is likely really, really small, probably less than one or 2% of all the people you've ever met become close to you. And that's true for everyone. Even the most popular, most beautiful, sexiest people, you know, you will not be appealing to everyone. That's just a given. Even people with the hottest bodies and nicest smiles, you know, are not going to be successful with everyone. Some women that you are interested in just won't be interested in you for her own reasons. And that's just the way compatibility goes. It's not a reason to continue to believe that you are deeply flawed and won't find love. So if you start to work on your impressiveness game <laughs> and it doesn't result in an immediate onslaught of interested women, please don't lose heart. This is a long-term strategy. This is you developing things that you love to do and are good at, both to impress women and also to bring more satisfaction and happiness to your life. Focus on that aspect of what you're doing and don't be discouraged. You're a work in progress, okay? Always keep that in mind. You aren't just going to wake up one day and suddenly be everything that you wanted to be and be attractive and, and great with women and successful and all these things. It doesn't happen like that. So always keep in mind that the only way to get where you want to go is to work on yourself and be patient. So that's it for this week. I hope you'll join me again next time. In the meantime, remember, you're an attractive, interesting person worthy of love. And you're well on the way to finding it. Bye for now.